I don't know if it would have saved me heartache, but encouragement to play with as much new technology as soon as possible, to be familiar with the things that are going to stick and the things that aren't, certainly gives you a competitive advantage in your career. You're listening to Cloud Security Reinvented, a podcast for security leaders with a focus on the cloud. Learn best practices from fellow security professionals and how they disconnect from it all at the end of the day. Cloud Security Reinvented. Good morning, or depending on where you are in the world, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Welcome to Cloud Security Reinvented. I'm your host, Andy Ellis. Before I introduce our guest for the week, a quick word from our sponsor, Orca Security. Orca provides agentless security and compliance for your public cloud infrastructure, enabling you to detect and prioritize security risks in minutes, not months. Thank you, Orca. I'm here with Jonathan Jaffe, CISO of Lemonade. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Andy, how's it going? Fantastic. Thanks for joining us today. You know, across a career, not only do we as professionals grow, but the world we're in changes. And I'd like to get some insight from you, especially in light of the transition from the on-premise world that many of us started in to the world of cloud that is increasingly the default model for IT infrastructure. But to give us some context, would you share with the audience a little bit about your personal career journey? Where did you come from? Wow, okay, let's see. So I born and raised in California and my first security work was in 97 with doing deployments of Netscape servers, LDAP servers, email servers. And then from that point on, I did about 20 years of identity and access management consulting, most recently with PricewaterhouseCoopers. And from there, I made the transition to cloud through a San Francisco startup in 2018, and then landed fortunately here at Lemonade a little over a year ago, where again, it's all cloud and all really cool modern technologies. And I have to say, if I was going to pick a company just based on the name of the company, Lemonade might win, uh, that being one of my favorite beverages. But what does Lemonade do for our audience members who haven't been introduced to it yet? We're a full service consumer insurance company. So we sell basic consumer insurance products, primarily in the United States, and we're expanding in Europe. We're currently in three countries in Europe. Very cool. So let's get into the meat of it. How has your world of security changed as the cloud has become more prevalent? It's gotten more fun. And I mean that it really is cloud has, has made going from standing in data centers late at night and plugging in cables to now working with really cool technologies that are changing regularly, much, much more fun. It's been a blast. It, it's definitely made it busier. The scale is such that you just have much more to do. It certainly is more complex because of that. But for that, I'm learning how to work with automation, which is something that's relatively new to the industry. And you're in an interesting industry, certainly from an insurance and regulatory perspective. So how is cloud security in your industry different from what others in other industries might expect it to be? Well, similar to my last answer, really, certainly when I think of insurance, fun isn't the first word that comes to mind. It probably isn't in the top 10 list. And yet working in cloud and insurance really has been a blast. So I, I think it's very different than what most people would expect. Yeah, that's really great to hear, because I think a lot of people sometimes worry that getting into the security industry, it's just going to be either boredom or horror of incidents. But you predate the cloud era, and I'm not calling you old, because I think you and I actually started our careers about the same time. But what practice that you learned before cloud most resonates today as you think about how to do security? 
You know, you still need perimeter protection. Even though cloud brings a completely different way of dealing with security, you still can't get past having perimeter protection. And something from my identity and access management days, I realized you still need, if not even more so, more complex, solid identity and access management. That hasn't gone away, neither of those. That's a really interesting, because my next question, if you answer it the, with the same answers, it'll be entertaining, because I wonder what practice should we have buried a long time ago? And I know a lot of people say it's the perimeter, so I'm fascinated given that you start with the perimeter as something that really resonates. What do you think we ought to have gotten rid of? <laughs> you know, the first thing I'd like to get rid of are change control boards. You know, in the old style enterprise, where change is slow, you make major changes every quarter, you get a board of people together, you answer questions, you get sign-offs, which are essentially, they're foregone conclusions that it will happen. It's just a matter of when. He may as well get rid of change control boards. What you really should be doing is writing all of your changes in code, having your code reviewed by knowledgeable people, not by groups of people who are managerial stakeholders, but rather people who know what the impact is going to be. And you should roll those out in a test environment and then roll it out in, into production. Right. So you really don't want to get rid of the value that the change control board provided. You just want to systematize it and make sure that you always know what you need to do to succeed and uh, you know, what every change will and won't do. I like that. That's a great way to look at it. For you, what has been that biggest surprise or maybe opportunity for growth because people haven't adjusted to it yet as we've really moved to the cloud era? Definitely automation. The only way to deal with the scale of cloud is to automate as much as you can and put it in a very managed process where when you're going to automate a reaction, for example, what one we just worked on this week was when we see people doing directory traversals of our environment, we immediately write back to our web application firewall and we say, just block that IP. Let's block it for 15 minutes, see if it persists. We don't want to have pager duty ring a human have to look through logs and figure it out. That's not scalable. I wasn't expecting automation before I got into cloud, but it's pretty obvious that you need it once you start dealing with the scale and the rapidity of attacks. They're just more frequent. You know, it's sort of funny because the example you gave was technology that 25 years ago we used in intrusion detection, but we didn't do it for scale. We just did it for speed. And so I think that's an interesting thing is that we used to do automation for speed and now you have to do it for scale. Because it's not like you can't afford to have a human do it, even at the cost of 30 more seconds. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, back to the uh, change control issue, can you imagine seven, eight years ago, whenever you wanted to make a firewall change, you actually had to run that by a change control board? Now, oh. nowadays, as you get directory traversal attacks, you can't wait until next Tuesday, run the request by a group of people, get approval, and then go into down period at 3 a.m. in the morning. You have to respond instantly within a few seconds. No, that's definitely true. And I wonder how much of that is tied to the fact that security infrastructure is less bolt-on than it used to be. The security team didn't have to follow any rules you know, 15 years ago. Everybody else had to change control board, but you know, your firewall sometimes didn't. Um, so if we had to go back, you know, what piece of advice do you wish someone had given to you early in your career that maybe you could pass on to somebody else? Maybe it would have saved you some heartache or put you on a, a different path or a better path. I don't know if it would have saved me heartache, but encouragement to play with as much new technology as soon as possible 
to be familiar with the things that are going to stick and the things that aren't certainly gives you a competitive advantage in your career. And I would say, don't waste time with certifications. There are certainly certain classes that you should take when you want to learn a new technology, especially an important one. But spending your time getting a CISSP or IAPP if you're in privacy, they don't measure quality. And I've never hired based upon somebody's certification. I've always hired based upon skill and certifications mean nothing to me. And most of my peers feel the same way. Yeah, I think I like what you said in there about playing with technology. And I think that's really is the right verb is to play. It's not to use it. It's to just sort of play with it for fun and to push the boundaries without a goal so that you can learn more. So I, I really appreciate that and hope listeners enjoy that one. As we look to the future, what opportunities about the future of technology are you most excited about? Really, we've jumped in with both feet just recently and we've we found some really good young solutions out there that are proving themselves with an immediate return. So I see automation as being the absolute future for us. I like the consistency there on automation for you. But now let's go a little bit of freeform. Doesn't have to be about cloud or security or technology. What's a bit of wisdom that you would love to share with our listeners? Different than play with stuff and don't waste time with certification. Those are the two most important things to me. Be curious, don't stay stuck, and don't waste time with just following a, a path that somebody else says this is the right way you know, for you to make a certain amount of money. Just uh, play with stuff and, and enjoy it. And usually things take care of themselves. Yeah, I like that. Not assuming that there's one path, because I think there's a lot of paths out there for people to chase in their careers. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thank you, Andy. I'm Andy Ellis. This has been Cloud Security Reinvented. Catch us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for checking out this episode of Cloud Security Reinvented, brought to you by Orca Security. Orca Security detects and prioritizes cloud security risks for AWS, Microsoft Azure, and Google Cloud without the gaps in coverage, alert fatigue, and operational costs of agents. Please follow Cloud Security Reinvented wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or visit orca.security slash podcast to get immediate access to all of the latest episodes.